Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And, of course, uh, a lot of people are moving to Utah uh, because of pandemic restrictions in other states, growing popularity of uh, working from home. And that's making the housing market pretty hot here in the state of Utah. And uh, really be uh, really pleased to be uh, joined on the program today by Chris Sidwell. Uh, he is a real estate professional with Summit Sotheby's uh, International Realty. Uh, he's uh, He's got a great reputation out there in terms of how he works and how he goes at it. And uh, he, he's going to be our inside source today as we look at some of the challenges. And often when we talk about a hot housing market, we, we kind of shrug our shoulders and nobody quite knows what to do. But Chris is going to help us sort that all out today in terms of what we can do uh, in the middle of all this. Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. So uh, as you as you look at the housing market, particularly in the Salt Lake area, uh, t- tell us what you're seeing and uh, tell us what's uh, what should we be thinking about as it relates to the housing market? Well, it's a real exciting time for the Utah housing market, for sure. I mean, as you alluded to, many people are moving here. Uh, you know, they're attracted by the affordability of our housing versus many other metropolitan areas along the Wasatch Front and the West the West Coast. Um, but also they're attracted to our outdoor lifestyle, which is bringing a lot of people here as well. But um, as you know, we are seeing a shortage of inventory as the demand for housing outweighs that supply. So, you know, when these buyers come from California or Texas, they take a home out of the market, but they're not putting a home back in. So they're not selling a home in order to purchase a home, which is kind of creating a shortage of inventory. But there's still a lot of opportunity out there, especially for sellers right now. And, you know, as, as a real estate agent that's done this for a long time, I'm being able to help a lot of buyers find properties as well. You just have to be a little bit creative about it. Yeah. So let's take a quick look at each uh, each of those sides if if you are on the the seller side right now obviously it's a good time to to be selling uh, but what are some of the things that uh, we're often missing or mistakes that we uh, could avoid uh, as we go to sell well the biggest one right now is the fact that sellers think that they can put their home on the market and it's going to sell quickly which in turn is happening in a lot of price ranges but Many people, when they get multiple offers, they don't know how to handle them. They may have a realtor that's inexperienced that doesn't know the options that they have in this market in order to not only get the best price, but also the best terms for them as a seller. And a lot of these sellers are selling homes and having to go purchase another home. So they need to be aware of timelines, you know, issues like that that can affect the sellability of their home. Yeah, I think those timelines are are real crucial. You start thinking uh, it's easy to think, "Wow, we're going to get uh, we're going to sell this for so much more than we thought we could." But then you have to remember you're going to turn around and buy something yourself. And looking at those timelines, 
being strategic in terms of the fallout uh, of all of that from from taxes to timelines, I think, is uh, is real crucial. Uh, so let's flip to the Absolutely. other side. Let's flip to the other side of the equation and look at uh, those that are trying to buy now. Maybe the family expanded or opportunity to upgrade or move <laughs> forward. Uh, what uh, yeah. what are the strategies we should be looking at there? Well, first and foremost, as a buyer, no matter what price range you're looking in or what area along the Wasatch Front, you need to be prepared. So you need to, if you're going to be financing your home, you need to speak to a mortgage lender. You need to make sure that you have all your finances in order. So when that perfect home does come along and you decide you want to jump into that competitive bidding process, that you're ready to go, that you can put your best foot forward and that you can make your best case for why you're the best buyer for that property. Um, but you also, as a buyer, need an experienced agent that knows how to handle your situation as every buyer is different and unique in their purchasing aspect. So a buyer that has a big down payment definitely you know, has some advantages, whereas a buyer that maybe doesn't have as much money to put down can make some other terms more alluding for a seller that could attract them to that buyer versus just a bigger number or a bigger down payment. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned kind of having your ducks in a row there. Uh, be, beyond things like, you know, having that uh, pre-qualification letter, uh, what are some of those other front-end things that uh, you should be thinking of just to make sure you are in a strong position uh, should you find that place uh, that you like? Well, obviously, you know, having your home on the market and sold is big for a lot of buyers. Right now, they just are kind of hoping their house will sell in a day and they'll be able to buy the next day, and sometimes that's not the case. But for most buyers that don't have a home to sell, it's definitely important that you are researching the areas that you want to live in. You're speaking to a realtor who's telling you about the values in those areas and what to expect as far as you know prices escalating as quickly as they are and are you going to be priced out of the market. That way you're not spending a bunch of time trying to get a home in a certain area when maybe you can't afford it or maybe another area would work better for you. Great insight. Uh, Chris Sidwell joining us today uh, from Summit, uh, Sotheby's International. Uh, Chris, appreciate your perspective, your insight in a uh, sure. really crazy, really hot uh, housing market right now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Again, that's Chris Sidwell joining us. He's got some great insight and expertise there. Uh, great for him to be our inside source today. As we look at the housing market, it is, it's tricky because it is a, uh, a hot market to be sure. Uh, great if you're a seller, if you're turning around and buying again, make sure you've got your timeline uh, and all of those things in place uh, is absolutely vital as well. Uh, and obviously, one of the things that has come out of a very hot housing market is a is a housing shortage. There, there is a uh, a lull to be sure in terms of what is available out there. Uh, we also know that we have continued to struggle here in the state of Utah with the homelessness problem. Uh, there's lots of rumblings out there in terms of some pol- uh, possible solutions. Uh, some of my uh, inside sources are are coming up with some really creative things that I think will be pretty exciting. Uh, for the city of Salt Lake and for other places around the state in terms of dealing with the the housing and the homelessness problem. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're actually going to break that down in a little different way. Uh, talking about the uh, homelessness problem uh, using human connection, not government connection. We've got some uh, special guests joining us to talk about that, John and Chase Hansen from Project Empathy. 
uh, will be joining us coming up after the top of the hour news. And uh, so when we look at things like homelessness and a hot housing market, it's one of those interesting uh, contradictory catch-22 things that uh, is happening in a state where a lot is going on and where a lot of uh, challenges are, are to be faced, especially in our downtown area in Salt Lake City. Uh, the homelessness issue has been uh, raging for a long time uh, without a lot of progress, to be honest. And it's it's time to really get creative and, and look for some solutions both outside the box and inside the box. Uh, we always like to point out, uh, don't think that you just have to come up with the big crazy idea uh, to come up with a solution because often the real solution, the best solution, could actually be one that is inside the box. You just have to be willing to sit with the question a little bit longer and explore a little bit more and be a little more patient and a little more insightful in terms of what we're looking at as far as solutions. Uh, But this is a solution that uh, not only has to do with uh, roofs overheads, uh, this also is a heart issue as well. Uh, so many of those in our homeless population are disconnected. Uh, and uh, that human connection, that empathy is part of what they lack and a critical part of what they need if we're actually going to move them forward and help them uh, on a path to uh, not just having a house with a roof, uh, but having a home and being a member, a contributing member to our communities. Because that's the real bottom line. That's what we're really trying to get to. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.